North-South Connection, welcome back to another episode of Viewer's Choice. Uh, again, I am Tim. Marcus is on assignment, but uh, I am not left uh, holding the bag by myself uh, on this uh, WrestleMania Saturday matinee edition of NXT. I've got three good, good brothers with me uh, from the Three Count Thursday podcast. I have Ryan Miller, Jim Neese, Matthew Milleisen. Guys, thank you for uh, joining me again. I think this is your second time. Or no, you've done this with me on Final Wrestling Place, but not here on the North-South Connection. How are you guys doing? You said you were going to point to us, Tim. I mean, when we get to the... This I is mean, unbelievable. This is an open I'm waiting for my cue, and I don't get a cue. Ryan, how the heck no, are it's, you? Well, it's too late now. You've ruined it for All me. All right, Jim, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing well. Yeah, we. I, I know we did the... Yeah, we did the Final Wrestling Place, but this is the first time here, so... It's good. It's good to be in fellowship with the boys today. Yes, Matt, thank you for opening up your lovely home to us for uh, this festive occasion. It's not very often that we get a, a double header of wrestling, uh, but uh, thank you so much for your accommodations as always, uh, the lovely animules and, and uh, food and fellowship and whatnot. Uh, always a pleasure. Yes. So for those who listen to the North-South Connection, they may not know what three count thursday is big jim can you uh tell us a little bit about three count thursday and what we do as a collective and when we do it obviously yeah so um every thursday night uh on our facebook on our twitter on our youtube um it's a weekly wrestling and more show um i think we've kind of evolved more more away than just wrestling um but we talk about we have our wrestler of the week which we're actually coming up on the uh the end of the first year yeah it's kind of crazy um but uh we have a question of the week and and we just we i, I think the best way i put it because i was talking to a co-worker of mine is because they, they they checked in they said you guys look like you're having fun i don't know what you're talking about but you look like you're having fun and i said i think that's the big thing is like we don't take it too seriously um so you know you can you can find out everything about us at threecountthursday.com that is the number three not the word three but uh yeah that's where you can find everything yep threecountthursday.com facebook.com slash threecountthursday everything across the board uh we'd love to see you guys on thursdays uh subscribe to the podcast as well it's also available in podcast form if you can't join us live on all of your podcatchers of choice today we're talking very specifically about uh, an event that took place at, in high noon, at high noon, in Dallas. Uh, NXT TakeOver, stand, well, not even TakeOver, they've gotten the TakeOver out. NXT, Stand and Deliver, um, going through the card really quick. We had the Fatal Five Way for the North American Championship as Carmelo Hayes defended against Cameron Grimes, Santos Escobar, Solo Sokoa, and Grayson Waller. We've got Tony D'Angelo and Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, triple threat match for the NXT tag titles as Imperium's Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel defended against MSK and the Creed Brothers. A fatal four-way for the NXT women's title as Mandy Rose defends a new bioluminescent version of the NXT women's title against Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. Uh, LA Knight took on a svelte-ripped Gunter. And in our main event of the evening, Dolph Ziggler defended 
the NXT Championship against Braun Breaker. If it's your first time listening to Viewer's Choice, just to let everybody know, we're here to tell you what's must-watch, what's must-skip, and who our MVP of the event is. And Ryan, we'll start with you. What do you think of everything that's on the show? Uh, there's obviously, there's there's possibly more than one answer, but what do you think is something that is must-watch that... Because I'm guessing there's a lot of people who maybe skipped out on this mat or this this event, as NXT 2.0 has had less than stellar reviews. Um, but uh, what is something that you would suggest for somebody to watch if if they if you were trying to have them scratch that itch and get back into NXT? Yeah, yeah. First of all, a, a great show I think to come back to. This was a lot of fun to watch. It really, really was. And I haven't watched NXT 2.0 since before Roadblock, since before. Dolph Ziggler became champion. So it's been a bit that I've stepped away, and it's a shame because I always loved Tuesday Wrestling. But the must-watch segment of this show, if I had to pick one, would be the Fatal 5-Way NXT North American Championship ladder match. I thought that was a wild, wild match. The longest match on the card. You can get in and out under 25 minutes. You need to check that out. That is what's kicked off the show, and what a way to start NXT, not take over. Stand and deliver. NXT has a, a pedigree of doing these types of ladder matches uh, extremely well. I mean, I remember when they first unveiled the North American Championship uh, many, many moons back. It was in a ladder match setting. Um, Big Jim, what's your thoughts on the, the ladder match opener? Uh, yeah, it was really good. Um, I, I mean, everything except for uh, Grayson Waller's right arm was really, really good. <laughs> Um, he, apparently he was, must skip that ladder, um, <laughs> but, uh, no, it was, it was, I thought it was a great way to start the show. Absolutely. It, it, it felt like an NXT match that, that, cause I, I'm similar to Ryan. I have not checked in a whole, whole lot on, on NXT 2.0. So this one was a, this was a solid way to come back into. And do you kind of share Ryan's sentiments to this being a, a must watch part of the takeover or the stand and deliver card. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, with this, without question is a must watch. I also agree, Matt. What do you think? hundred percent. Yep. I think it's a, a very good way to start off the show. You're getting your crowd, your audience into the event fully from, from the opening bell, um, introducing some new talent, letting them showcase. I mean, ladder matches always speak for themselves. So I think having that, first on the card and, and getting your fans introduced to it because like everyone's been saying nxt isn't the must watch program that it once was so hooking everyone back in initially with that ladder match i think was a very smart call exactly and even if you don't necessarily know the participants in a ladder match the story of the match kind of tells itself and you you can genuinely find who is interesting and who isn't uh, a big shout out. I know that it was mentioned. I think Ryan, you said it while we were watching big shout out to Santos Escobar for his ultimate warrior inspired gear. Definitely wasn't me. No, that was, that was me. That was no, you. It's a hundred percent Jim. I picked up big, on the big fuzzy, white people. I, big I, white people look alike. <laughs> I picked up on the, the fuzzy boots. And then from there I realized what his gear was. Yep. The lime green tights with the neon pink boot or uh, knee pads. And the white boots with the tassely trim. Um, Santos Espar looked great. I think everybody looked great. Uh, even even the seconds that were there. Um, apparently, uh, Grayson Waller's second's name is Sanga. I don't. I, I've never. I've literally never seen Sanga before. But Sanga Trick Williams 
uh, the Legado del Fantasma group, um, all fantastic, all played their parts extremely, extremely well. Uh, Big Jim, is there anything else on the card that you think is must watch? Um, I think the Triple Threat tag uh, for the for the tag titles uh, absolutely is a must watch. I think there was a there was a point in the match. I think Ryan, you may have said it that it really didn't matter at that point who wins. Um, I think everybody played their part really well, um, and you know MSK gets a win. Um, I. Maybe if you read recent news or social media that maybe this was a bit of a surprise to some people, but um, the, the match itself was really, really good. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that it, I think it over delivered in my eyes, just from the, from what I've seen and followed of the NXT 2.0 brand. Uh, but Matt, what say you? About that match in particular? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think that it was a, a very fun tag match. Um, and we, we always harp on tag team wrestling at, at every level because not every company does tag team wrestling correctly. I think this was a tag team wrestling match that was done correctly and is absolutely a must watch. Ryan, what about you? Yeah, I was impressed. Uh, and, I, and that was me, Jim, that, that said that I think I was that involved in a match that it didn't really matter who the outcome was. They put on a good enough show, whether it was... MSK or Imperium or the Creed Brothers, um, but we're really seeing um, them fight, you know, to one last breath and, and really show what their sacrifice is for for that NXT uh, Tag Team Championship. Wait, wait, did you just the Creed Brothers fought to one last breath? That's yeah, yeah, okay. and then and then I'm just making sure I heard that correctly. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah, yes, one last breath. Yeah, and uh, they, like I said, they were talking about their sacrifice. Um, to get to get there, it was it was, it was a really good match. They could have went higher. Though. I was going to say went, it's a shame they, they could have went higher. higher. They, I'm torn. I really was torn. You know, I mean, eventually they're gonna they're gonna go back and they're gonna watch everything from this match and they're gonna realize where they fell short and they're just gonna put themselves in their own prison. Yeah, so that's, that's true. that is their sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, that's that's their ultimate sacrifice. Um, I, I agree. I also think this is a definite must watch uh, matchup. Um, a lot of I know that with the WWE Hall of Fame just the night before. There's a lot of thoughts uh, comparing the Creed brothers to the Steiner brothers. There's a lot of explosivity there. Um, Imperium, the Imperium tag team group of Bartel and uh, Eichner continue to impress. And then, of course, MSK doing crazy MSK stuff. Um, I know that I had mentioned that I'm really looking forward to when Wes Lee can kind of break off from Nash Carter. But uh, with this tag team uh, title victory, it's uh, going to be a little difficult to do. You never know. Nick Khan, the, the hammer that is Nick Khan, you never know. The but, hammer uh, and sickle that is Nick Khan but, uh, just coming dude, through. Wesley, just everything he does looks effortless. It, just, it does. No matter what he's doing, it's, it's impressive. Uh, human cheat code, as I would say. Um, Matt, is there anything else on this card that is must-watch for you? For me, I, I think we, we would have to – we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the, the women's match just because, I, I mean, we've seen NXT and, and the women featured on NXT before be at a, a level that we're, we haven't seen in quite some time going back to the four horsewomen. I thought that the match today was not on that level, but it, it was getting there. It was in this, a step in the right direction. I think all four competitors in that match were fantastic. I think they put on a good show, and I think it's it's a step in the direction towards getting the NXT women's division back to the level of talent that we've seen in the past. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a sturdy mix of uh, what we remember from NXT, 
you know, the, the NXT bulwarks in Io Shirai and also Kaylee Ray, taking into account the, the UK brand, and then the fresh face in Cora Jade, and then, of course, the move from main roster to NXT 2.0 and Mandy Rose. It, it's a good mix of all parties involved. Uh, Ryan, what about you in the Fatal 4-Way women's, women's title match? Yeah, I thought this was a really good match. Um, it was really hard to concentrate, though, Tim, with you just showering your love for Mandy Rose Agreed. during the entire match. It was a little distracting didn't sitting happen. next to you, actually didn't hearing happen. you just really just emote and pour out um, <laughs> your, your 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 adoration toward Mandy Rose. Uh, it was It was honestly a bit uncomfortable. Well, I mean, I was really looking forward to Nikita Lyon, but she didn't show up didn't today. Show up. So, unfortunately, unfortunately for all of us, Big Jim. Uh, yeah, no, I, I thought the match was really good. Um, I, I was torn, like when predicting this, like I, I, I felt this could have been Cora Jade's time, but but Mandy getting the win, um, I, I think is fine. I think we we were talking during the lead up to it that. Her move to NXT was a career saver. I mean, like it just um, what she was on the main roster to, to, to where she's at now, and and I think she continues to, to grow in that uh, in that role. So so her retaining the title, I think, was really really good. And I, I come Matt's point, like just it, it wasn't, you know, it, it's not nobody's confusing this with uh, like Sasha and, and and Bailey for an NXT Women's Title, but it it, it absolutely um, was was a, was a great match. For sure, for sure. Um, as I I look through the rest of the card myself, um, I feel like this is going to be one of those times, at least for me, where there's not anything to me that's absolutely like must skippable. Um, not to say that everything is is must watch and to dedicate time to to watch through the whole card, like actually make an appointment to sit down and enjoy stand and deliver. Um, but there's nothing that's absolutely egregious. I mean, we're not counting the pre-show match. Okay, then that's fair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, okay. we don't count pre-show matches as a part of the, the actual full card. But if we did... I mean, that was the first thing I wrote down as as the skippable moment was the pre-show. Not only just the match, but having to listen to like the panel for an hour. Panel was a little rough, yeah. It was rough. The match was rougher. Yeah, I just... It's one of those things where, you know, Matt just mentioned it with, with tag team wrestling and being able to do it well. Sometimes when the elements are together and they don't really cohese, there's not a lot of cohesion, it's definitely tough. I mean, I know that uh, Raquel and Dakota literally just came back together as a team within the last week. And then, of course, uh, JC Jane and uh, Matt's favorite wrestler, uh, Gigi Dolan, um, just very... It didn't click for some reason. It just uh, it felt like they were uh, a, a half step, maybe a full step behind. They kind of put it together towards the end, but by that point, I feel like there was too much irreversible damage done for the match as a whole. Um, did, do you all agree with the fact that there's not anything on the main card itself that is um, must skip? Ryan, you kind of have a. a I, I think you can skip over the Tony Baloney match. Tony D'Angelo and Tom- Tomato Champs. Yeah, I don't think that that necessarily needed to be on a stand and deliver. I understand it if it's if it's Tommaso Ciampa's last stand on, on a pay-per-view type show. I get that and give him the stage to go out. But For uh, that reason only. I think for that's that, why. That's the only yeah. reason. Yeah. It just wasn't. 
It wasn't a good match. The, the I match. don't like Tony. What was his name again? Tony Gabagool. Tony Gabagool, right. Tony Gargonzola. I just, I don't need it. Tony's finest. <laughs> yeah, I, and I can see that. And it, a I, fresh gimmick, though. A fresh gimmick that we've never seen before. I mean, Correct. yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, would like a word, but here we go. And, and, and uh, Tracy Smothers would like a word, and Tommy Rich, and literally every member of the You've FBI. You've just never seen an Italian guy wrestle before, so this is this is fresh. Bruno San Martino is looking at this you. Is, this is pretty cool. Uh, I right. mean, yeah, I would, I would put the like, wise guy gimmick. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I, I would yeah. put like the match yeah. itself, maybe in 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 a bit of a must must skip is maybe a bit much. But like it's it's skippable. Yeah. Yes. I also wish that uh, Peacock wouldn't have aired the commercial for what was that show that we killing saw? it killing it the, the, for the fourteenth time, and we would actually have seen. And they did show the replay, but more of Triple H coming out and, and giving Champa that send off. I think that's probably the must watch part. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the poor, Tommaso Champa's attempt at the the Triple H water spit was. Uh, was, so you see the entrance, you see the exit, uh, but everything in between is... The good. heart was in the right place. But Absolutely. Yeah, right. The execution, not good. As soon as I saw it, I thought back to the promo uh, vignettes that they used to do for, I think it was WrestleMania 23, the all grown up, where they had the wrestlers and then they had the kids being the wrestlers, oh, yeah. doing the stuff. And it just was like, because he... Uh, Tommaso was looked like a baby jacked Triple H, and he tried to do the spit, and I think Vince spitting the holy water was more effective than Tommaso with a full bottle of water. He spit he spit early. Like that yeah. that was the problem. He just he he even spit well, but it was just early. Yeah, just a little early, a little premature. Um you seem like Matt, you seem like this match wasn't something that was absolutely must skip. Is is it for the specific it's um, the it's moment itself? Only for the moments, yeah. I mean it as, and this is probably biased as a huge Triple H fan, just seeing those moments coming in and, like Jim alluded to, missing the, the moments at the end because we had to watch the, the commercial again. Um, Peacock did a disservice to their live viewers because in the age of social media, you have to know we're going to know what's happening during commercial breaks. We're not watching this for the 14th time. Right. We're on social media, so we'll probably see these pictures. So. For sure. So, yeah, uh, the match itself, though, was, was eh. Commercial, yeah. The commercial was killing it, though. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but also it was killing me. Yes, yeah, as a, as a as a viewer, um, and it was also good to see um, just overall on the show. I feel like there's not much wrong that I would see in the outcomes of these matches. Um, even if you look at the match that Ryan says is is a must skip, I think that Tony D'Angelo going over a a presumably leaving. Tommaso Ciampa is the right call. I mean, yeah. Ch- Ciampa's not going to be there on it on NXT on Tuesday. Tony D'Angelo is. Um, no, it's a big, it's a big win for Tony Pepperoni. I'm not arguing that. <laughs> it's just it wasn't a great match. In any yeah, yeah, part right of finish. really right good right. matches, that was the uh, match of the night. And even sure. still, it was probably just like a, a C C minus of a match. It wasn't like a, a total dud, I right. would say, but it, it was. It was there. It didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it was. It, it was probably the lowest performing or the least performing match yeah. on the main card. Yeah. yeah, Tony Parmesan. He just needs to bake a little more. Yeah, just needs to bake a little. More. Yeah, Agreed. get the. I mean, the I, cheese I, all I feel melting. like that match too is the one the crowd was the least into as well. I mean, we, we talked about the crowd reacting to moments throughout the the afternoon. I don't recall a crowd moment reaction to that aside from the the Triple H 
water spit at the mm-hmm. beginning and Triple H actually coming out at the end. And the fans recognize, like, even as people who maybe not watch the 2.0 brand, Tommaso, as it, for all accounts, for all intents and purposes, looking at like the card we have, is like the the lone bastion of NXT as we knew it. Mm-hmm. So fans reacted to his inability entrance. to pull the mat the the mats up at yeah. ringside. I think that's what they reacted to the most out of the that whole was, that was the tough. whole match. Yeah, but he clapped and he patted himself on the back. But that's neither here nor there. Um, we give MVPs of the watch before that, uh, Jim, Matt, there's there anything on the list that's must skip for you or are you all in the same boat as me? Yeah. Oh. And I don't even know that I skipped that match just for the reasons that right. we talked about with the moments, but if there is like a bathroom break moment or anything you're talking about, that's probably the time where you go up and you get your plate of food. You, you refill the beverage, you use the restroom that, that match for sure was that. Yeah. Nothing, you know, and I, I even commented that like, it felt weird after like the fourth or fifth match to, to still be happening because we, we became so very programmed to NXT takeovers being four matches or five matches. Right. This was seven. Um, well, I guess six if you're, since we're just counting the main card. But nothing nothing stands out as must skip on this show. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Um, here we do MVPs. We'll go around the table. I'll start myself and we'll just work clockwise. I'll, I'll announce everybody. But for me, uh, my MVP is the winner of the Fatal Five-Way North American Championship match, Cameron Grimes. Um, Coming into the match, if you were watching it through uh, the televised version, through the the cock, you got the promo video leading up of Cameron kind of making the promise to his papa that he was going to win gold. He comes through. Smelling like a million, uh, smelling like a million bucks, looking like a million roses, however you want to say it. Um, but standing tall amongst uh, four other very promising, uh, I don't want to use the word pillars because pillars is overused now, yes. but definitely um, pieces that are in place that are the future of NXT 2.0 and could possibly be down the line essential pieces to WWE in the coming years. Um, but Cameron Grimes getting this and it may feel a little late that Cameron is getting this opportunity to, to, to hold the title, but better late than never. Um, especially if you're trying to get more eyes back on the NXT product, the more interesting characters that you can have as champion, the better. I don't think that, um, you know, Carmelo Hayes, while was a fantastic North American champion, I think Cameron might bring eyes back. And then with Carmelo giving the chase as champ, as former champion, but not actually losing with the caveat of like the ladder match itself where nobody actually loses, just somebody wins. Uh, it, it can build for more compelling television. Ryan, your MVP. Also, to your, uh, to your phrase, uh, smells like a million dollars. I know money itself doesn't smell that great. Brand new money. But if I had a million dollars, I think it would smell fantastic. I think so, too. So I think that phrase holds. Ryan, MVP. Yeah, I I also had Cameron Grimes. Nice. So I'm going to switch it up. Okay. Because I don't want to do, I don't want to be the repeater. Of the well, group. I mean, if, if. Nope. These if are the rules. Is... Look, I know how this works. These are the rules. I mean, I this is your first before. time here, Bubba. I know <laughs> what we're talking about here. I will go with Solo Samoa 
as as my <laughs> solo sequoia solo sequoia tree, um, <laughs> bumping all over the place, doing some crazy crazy bumps, uh, huge power bomb. Um, I think he made all of the other players look great with a bump in that match. Yeah, in a match that typically does, or there's usually a big man or strong man in the match. Uh, Sokoa kind of fit that void, but also showed his variability as a person who uh, can look vulnerable Mm -hmm. uh, in taking some high-impact offense. Yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, I think he was involved in in most of the big, big, other than that crazy Grayson Waller. Um, (laughs) R.I.P. Grayson Waller's right arm. That was just wild. But but yeah, I think he he stood out to me against somebody that hasn't watched in, in a while and probably hasn't seen a solo match this is probably the first match I saw with him actually in it that I that I really paid attention to. So he stood out. Um, he will be my MVP of the night because I can't pick Cameron Grimes. Well, I mean, even them's if, the rules. I mean, you could. And, and Big Joe, I'll reiterate that if you have an MVP that's the same as me or, or Ryan, and you feel very strongly to that, you can hold true to your beliefs, your uh, your your inner spirit. But uh, who is your MVP for Stand and Deliver? Um, Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> I think you know what, and and um, you know, I think I think I'll go with Gunther on this one. Of course, um, you know, happy wife, happy, happy life. Happy, look, I'm a smart man. I'm a smart man, <laughs> um, but just absolutely destroying, um, absolutely destroying L.A. Knight, and uh, also for. Um, apparently Gunther has both abs and a jawline now, so... I don't know how to feel about that. Um, he's somehow more terrifying than an eight-foot-tall, like, mass of European male. Um... Now he looks like he's he's Mr. Steal Your Girl. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I, I thought that match, like, it was, it was the shortest of the night, but, uh, very impactful, making a statement, um, and I would not want to be Dolph Ziggler right now. Yeah, got in, got out, and and did uh, did the right thing. I feel like it was that matchup uh, definitely had uh, the contrast of styles because LA Knight is absolutely the WWE's WWE style. Even though he hasn't been in WWE, yeah, I mean this. That's a sports. This may have been RIP NXT LA Knight. Like it just <laughs> like it just feels like that's a good way to to kill you in the territory before Give him the move up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan or not Ryan Matt, your MVP of the night. Yeah, so I was actually going to go with Cameron Grimes as well, but as we progressed through the card, Tim, you did such a good job convincing me that Mandy Rose was the MVP. I mean, your constant praise, I mean, it, it was from the look, from the the outfit, from the ring entrance, from her moves, you just heaped so much praise on Mandy Rose. I was like, I feel like I'd, I'd be a fool to not That's true. Yeah, say I, Mandy Rose is the MVP of the day. So, so Marcus she, wouldn't do this to me. She Why has to be. To she has to be my MVP. He Mandy did Rose. Say, I bet she smells like a million bucks. He did. Yeah, and a million roses. Right. It was both. You got two million smells <laughs> in one person. <laughs> I didn't buy any ring worn gear. There's not. I didn't get any snips. I mean, I don't don't know that she sells hers, though. I mean, at some point she will, as long as she stores it in a Ziploc bag. The fact that you know she doesn't yet tells me that you've at least researched. I'm assuming. (laughs) I'm assuming. I'm assuming she's a a a lady of of good taste. But uh, that is us. But of course, the choice is always yours with yours choice. We're Uh, we're gonna let you slide with a lady of good taste. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, not with Ryan sitting here, my guy. <laughs> no, Marcus ain't here, my friend. Uh, either way, um, this is just our recommendations and just our thoughts. We're just four guys who, who happen to watch, but you didn't. So take into account, make your own choice, and uh, let us know what you think on social media at VC on North South. Let us know on the North South Connection Facebook page and uh, wherever else, however else you comment on the show. Um, just a reminder, thank you to Ryan and Matt and Big Jim from Three Count Thursday uh, joining me uh, for Stand and Deliver. Uh, I will be back tomorrow for another episode of Viewer's Choice with Marcus as we are breaking down the two-night stupendous Barney Word WrestleMania, uh, <laughs> WrestleMania 38 live from Jerry World. In Arlington? It's Arlington. not it's yeah, not it's, it's not even, not in, even Dallas. in Dallas. Jerry can't even get in the city. How how's that? How's that feel as a Cowboys fan? I mean they used to play in Irving, so it's Yeah. It's it's splitting hairs. Yeah, and the commanders You're play a fraud. In, the commanders play in Maryland, so it's <laughs> okay. It, and and both the Giants and the Jets play in Jersey, so Hey the Eagles play in Philly. Yeah, they no sure one cares. Do. They do. Three count Thursday dot com <laughs> Facebook.com slash 3CountThursday, 3CountThursday, always the number, never the word on all social media. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Uh, and for Marcus, who's not here, I'm Tim. This has been Viewer's Choice here on the North-South Connection. And always remember, the choice is yours. Yeah.